I'm reading here on my rundown that you're back from your turp, but I assume that means you're back from your trip to Oklahoma. Yeah, I mean, we're kind of here in person. I mean, you're, you're, I mean, I would assume that I am back from the trip. Oh, you're saying because I have to read it and not, I can't just look at you and know. Right. Yeah, yeah. Trust but verify. You also let, let me in the front door too, so, you know, I mean. I, I don't remember that. Yeah, f- <laughs> finally back though, back in my element, back in my utopia. You know, people are always asking me, Hey, when are you moving back? But they also ask me, you're doing so much fun stuff down there. Like, you know, when are you moving back? I'm like, I'm doing fun stuff down here right now. I'm busy. I saw you longboarding to get your groceries from Publix, so I can feel some of that excitement. I actually just tweeted about that earlier. Yeah. I forgot to do it yesterday, but Publix replied back. They said, thanks for shopping with us, Derek. <laughs> what a pleasure. From Doug. You could, you could hardly tell that they're... Well, never mind. But um, did you see... Hey, I saw the other day... Um, I saw where people were going out with their masks on and like spending all day out in the sun and then getting like these masked Mask hand tan. lines. Have you seen that? It's like they didn't want the mask before, but now they want it for the suntan trend. Interesting. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. So, Derek, we're going to talk a little bit about your trip to Oklahoma a little bit later. We've got a, kind of an exciting show coming up, talking about everything higher ed. But as always, we need to kick it off with a little uh, brand Bra- news. Brand news. What do you think? Let's do some brand news. Okay. The news you didn't know you needed from the people you didn't know were giving it. It's brand news with D. White and Company. It's college commencement season. Students across the country are crossing their final social distances to accept their degrees. And the entire DWCO universe says, congratulations. Now it's time to move that tassel over, toss your caps in the air and say, okay, who wants to hire me? You know, Derek, I was watching Georgia Southern. I was watching Texas Wesleyan watching all of those uh, schools graduate, Central Michigan, mm-hmm. who am I missing? Lots of schools all, all over. over the place. Yep. It's kind of exciting. Yeah, yeah. You know, I had a lot of photos come up recently of my, you know, commencement. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, just some old memories. Like, man, I was a lot skinnier back then. <laughs> uh, You're but, looking good. I, yeah, I don't know how you turn to. this around to something about your looks. I didn't but. mean to, but, <laughs> you know, my sister graduated this past weekend. and Did you, know, you do this there? Did you steal... Did you steal her graduation thunder by being, gosh, I'm going to look so overweight in these no, photos. I, no, I was, it was important that I gave her the spotlight because I know that I can easily take it from just being <laughs> dumb, you know? But, you know, yeah. It's busy. Colleges are busy right now with it's, commencement. It's been, a rough, it's been a rough semester, and I think that everyone is ready to put this semester behind them. Mm-hmm. For the most part, schools are kind of starting normal operations in the fall, so hopefully that semester is going to look a lot different. Hoping they're hoping for no masks. They're hoping to be just back in class as normal. You know? Yeah, just they're hoping to do social stuff again. And I think social stuff as much as anything. That's what I'm hearing a ton of is people just miss what it feels like to be social. People, they miss people. They miss people and smiles. I, I miss seeing smiles so yeah. much, and you get a ton of smiles on campus every day. People love going to college and. Um, but you know, 
we'll, we'll see what happens when the fall semester rolls around. Things are still lingering a little. I miss being on campus yeah. myself. I mean, you know, we used to go travel and visit these schools, and now I feel like we just Zoom with them. And as much as I enjoy getting those, uh, you know, it's easy for me to hang around the house and do it. I actually liked going there and yeah. seeing it. And, and there's, there's just another level when you're actually on a college campus. It's an exciting environment. I even yeah. had my, you know, I went and saw the tour. Me and my mom went and looked at the Northwestern campus Did while you? we were up there. Yeah, and it should. was just interesting. It was it was small. There's really not much to it. It took us about five minutes to drive through the whole thing, but a lot different from the campus that I attended. But but yeah, it was. Uh, I, I also get the same thrill from that. Yeah. Well, congratulations to Jessica for and sure. All the other graduates that we know. And if you have a degree, you worked hard for it. Congratulations for getting there. And a newcomer museum CEO inspires a downtown council to be uncomfortable. Dr. Andrea Barnwell Brownlee, director and CEO of the Cummer Museum of Art and Gardens spoke to the Downtown Council of the Jack's Chamber Friday, April 30th. Dr. Barnwell Brownlee asked the audience to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Don't forget to subscribe to the Downtown Council podcast and sign up for the next DTC Fit Club, 6 p.m. Tuesday, May 25th. You know, Derek, uh, you missed the Downtown Council uh, this last week. Mm-hmm. But for the, well, for the people who don't know, the Cummer Museum and Gardens is sort of, I think you would say it's sort of the premier art museum, fine art museum in Jacksonville. If you were one to pretend like you're super arty on a date, that's where you would go. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's right on the St. John's River. It had these gorgeous gardens. It's really a beautiful um, museum. It's not a big museum, you know, like some other places, but it's surprisingly big. <laughs> and there's a lot of great stuff in there. I was surprised at how big it was the first time I went. Yeah. You know, it was a great combination. If you go to the Riverside Arts Market, just kind of go over to the Cumber Museum right afterwards or before or whatever. And kind of double, you know, double down on the Riverside, uh, you know, things mm-hmm. to do over there. But it's, uh, what did she talk about? I, I really Man, do, I really do like that museum a lot. It's cool. She had everyone on that uh, Zoom call fired up. There was a lot of activity in the chat, a lot of good questions. I think, num- first and foremost, uh, we talked about art, art in Jacksonville, culture in Jacksonville, and people get excited about that because they want their art and culture not, not... <sighs> Not to be defined or to have a face, but to be respected. Yeah, that's sure. different. Mm-hmm. To be respected, and so people get excited about that. And so, and I think the other thing that she really talked about is just making sure that um, she wanted strong connections with the community, all communities here, and she wanted to bring challenging work. I think because she believes that, and I agree with her. That's how you get noticed. That's yeah. how you get in the discussion. If we're not comfortable being uncomfortable, as she said, Mm -hmm. then it's difficult to be taken seriously in the art world because everyone else is secure enough to do that, right? And so we have to sort of make that step. And she did that much nicer than I would have done it. (laughs) Yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) You know, she has a PhD. uh, And you could tell, you know, because the case that she brings is just backed up by experience it's backed Mm -hmm. up by data she's coming from atlanta has a lot of great experience and i i think she's really invested in this community and and i think that she can see uh, how much so many people here already are and summer jobs arrive and spring jobs are going in the archive spring projects are shipping out and summer projects are shaping up at dw co dw co just wrapped its spring alumni magazine issues and is mapping out summer ad campaigns want to get in the groove with everything dw co Tune in to DW Co. Radio to hear season two of DW Co.'s show, Shelly's show, The Swamp Shop, and Derek After Dark on dwhitencode.com slash radio. Got a news tip for DW Co.? Email Derek at dwhitencode with your topic, 
link and description. Yeah, you know, Derek, uh, we've we've actually been pretty busy the last couple of weeks. Even with you working remotely, mm-hmm. we had a lot going on, a lot of projects. I, we have projects working in the um, sort of mid-Atlantic region. We have them in the southwestern region. Uh, we have them in the northeast. Uh, where else? Uh, that's just oh, in the Midwest. Midwest, yeah. Um, you know, so a lot of activity from DW Co. across the country right now, I feel mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we just finished up the uh, magazine and got that out the door with uh, Texas Wesleyan, the alumni magazine. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, that is a, it's a long process. It's a long, uh, it's a long project. It takes, you know, anywhere from what, four to five months to completely wrap, I'd say. Sure. You know, um, but it feels good every time that we do get it out the door. We've done all the proof checks and the everything on the on the to do list is checked off and confident in that. You know, we inherited. Uh, I shouldn't say inherited. We got the opportunity to do that magazine, but we we took it on at the beginning of 2020. Mm. So we've done three issues through a pandemic. Yeah, and we've got them out. They've looked good, <laughs> and that has not. I'm just gonna say that has not been easy. No, but it's been made easy by all the great stories and things that are happening at Texas Wesleyan. And I think one thing you and I talked about is we have to get out to Texas sooner rather mm-hmm. than later, uh, visit some folks. So hopefully we'll be doing that. I don't want to go in the summer, y'all. <laughs> it's gonna be hot. It's too hot in the summer. <laughs> Here's a marketing tip from D White and Company. Find more marketing tips at dwhiteandco.com. Hey guys, Darren from D. White & Company. We are, of course, university branding experts. And I want to talk about something that kind of always blows my mind a little bit when I walk into a university marketing office. And it doesn't matter if it's a large, small, medium-sized office. Just how little contact that marketing office actually has with students. It blows me away. Guys, students are what power your institution. Current students, prospective students, they all know each other, okay? And they know what each other's dislikes and likes are. Take time to get to know students at your institution and learn what their world is. Your job as a marketer is to understand that student better than anyone else does so that you make it easy for them to come to your institution and to accomplish the goals that they want to accomplish. Something for you guys to think about. If you want some pointers on that, we could sit down and actually do some training or facilitation, but you have to get to know students. It's critical to what you do. Don't be the out of touch marketing office continually showing pictures of kids studying under trees. Do something different. Okay guys, I'm gonna get back to work. Talk to you later. That's this week's marketing tip from D. White & Company. Find more marketing tips at dwhiteandco.com. You can email D. White & Company at Darren at D-A-R-R-E-N at dwhiteandco.com. Darren, thank you for that marketing tip. Uh, Yes. (laughs) You said you've got an article out on learning how to get feedback from your campus. Well, I think listening is is an important part of anything that we do. And I see that right now it's been almost hard to listen to people. <laughs> it's yeah. been too much going on. It's all online too. Yeah. You know, how, mm-hmm. it's easier to listen in person. But well, uh, given the listening and the feedback that you're talking about, I figured that uh, we would jump into another game. Right. But my understanding is that you didn't actually include a listening aspect to the game, just me listening to you more or less. Yeah, listening to me. But, Man. you know, I, I would say, you know, an important part of, 
historical information and facts, you do have to listen, right? I to guess. know them? You, you, have to learn, you have to learn them somewhere. You tell me. Shoot. <laughs> well, so you have a game, and you're trying to sort of uh, tie it into this week's theme is what you're saying. So I've got a little game uh, <laughs> that is uh, based on my trip to Oklahoma a little bit. Well, anyways, you know, I kind of started thinking about that, and I get the question of, like, you know, when are you moving home a lot? And so that kind of led me to think, like, is... Why you know is Oklahoma better than Florida that I need to leave it? No, or, you know, you know what I mean. It doesn't even matter. So I figured, you know, through that thought, through that conversation, I thought, why don't we compare the two states and see which one is a little bit better to oh, live in? Oh gosh, well, you know, that's and I've got a and I wouldn't say that you know as far as lifestyle, I don't think this affects it much, but I would say I've got some interesting questions for you that I think might trouble you a little. So bit. how? Okay, so hold on, hold on a second. How are you going to, what is this game in which you're going to compare living in Florida and living in Oklahoma? I would just say they're different. They are different. You know, but how, how are you going to draw, like, what kind of questions are you asking here? To Well, I've got questions about higher ed. Okay. I've got questions about state size. Yeah. I've got questions about agriculture. Sure. And earth. Well, you know, Oklahoma and Florida are uh, very different states in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think Florida is uh, either the third or fourth most populous state, right? That's right. Pretty high up there. Yeah. I would imagine Oklahoma is considerably lower. Very low. Yeah. Both are flat. Very flat. Um, you know, I think there's a, a, a real connection through our indigenous cultures. It's a sad history, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Yeah. Of, of removal from these areas and up to those regions, but uh, for better or really in this case, definitely for worse, but it does create a shared culture between the two areas uh, there. What, what else? They're a, little, they're a little more comparable than I actually thought, even looking through See? some of these statistics. So like, I think you'd be a little surprised because these are, they are pretty close numbers of the questions right. I did pull. So, okay. Well, let, you know? so, so you got a game. Yeah. You got some questions. So the answer is either Oklahoma or Florida, and I'm going to give them in the order of Oklahoma, uh, or sorry, you're just going to have to choose Oklahoma or Florida, actually. So the game is Oklahoma or Florida. Yes. So it's kind of like the Adam Carolla game, Florida or Germany, mm. but yes. you substituted Oklahoma. Yes, right. Because Oklahoma is cooler than Germany? Question mark? <laughs> it's just a rough cut. Okay. Exactly. And keep working on this. All right. See, well, it's your first week. Well, back. we kind of already mentioned this one, so we're, we're just going to go ahead and start with the first question if you're ready. <laughs> Sure. Ugh. Hit my bike. But yes, I'm ready. Okay, you ready? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Oklahoma or Florida? Uh, number one, this state is the flattest state in the U.S., Oklahoma or Florida? Mm. Florida. Florida. What is your means for choosing that answer? Well, Florida is more or less at sea level. I, I only think it goes like 40 or 50. The ridge is where it goes above sea level, yeah. which is where all the oranges are mm. considerably. But, you know, I've been up there in Oklahoma where there are like some mountains and stuff. That's true. And yep. um, Black Mesa, Wichita Mountains. Yeah. All those. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're correct. Uh, <laughs> Florida, the average, the average uh, mean elevation of Florida is 100 feet. 100, yeah. Pretty okay. low. The yeah. average mean elevation of Oklahoma is 1,300 feet. I can um, feel the elevation there. People make fun of me, but like in Texas, it was like we were at like 500 feet, and I was like, yeah, feel like it feels a little higher up here. 
Yeah, well, you, you know, they talk about Oklahoma City. They pl- it's just plains there. It's just all flat land, which is true. That's why the wind blows there so much, but not as flat as Florida. Florida. Yeah, I know. Florida, we're, very flat. We're, yeah, flatter than you think. All right, number two. This state has the most acres of farmland, Oklahoma or Florida? Florida. You going with Florida? Well, I, you know, acres of farmland. I, I, you know, I assume what you mean there, you know, most productive. I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking it's Florida. Florida's kind of, uh, Florida and California and a little bit of Texas, kind of breadbaskets for the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, and south of the lake, you know, so the, here's the weird thing about Florida. Three quarters of, of what is now dry land in South Florida used to be Everglades. And it was a flow of water basically overflowing from Lake Okeechobee down and out. And so after, I think, the 26 or 28 hurricane, I can't remember which one, they dammed all that stuff up. They made canals. Uh, got, if you ever heard the song Seminole Wind by, by John Anderson, there's a quick uh, summary of all this in there. Oh, really? But they dammed it all up for flood control. Mm. And a lot of it is used for sugarcane and, and stuff like that. So I don't know. What, I'm sorry. I'm rambling. What's the answer? <laughs> the answer is actually Oklahoma. Ah, is it really? Yeah, it's by actually okay. a pretty large margin. So Oklahoma okay. has 33.7 million acres of farmland. Right. Florida only has 9.45 million okay. acres of farmland. But, that, but so now we're saying it's the most of the two, but not the most. I would assume not, California is the most. Yeah, overall. probably. Okay. I believe so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely not. The, that or Texas. Uh could be. Texas. I actually think Texas might be. California is up there, top three. I'd run Texas's numbers again. I bet California. <laughs> they're, fu- they're fudging the numbers. Saying. All right. <laughs> All right. Moving on to number three. Okay. And this one's, uh, this one's interesting. All right. All right. I am the 20th largest state in the U.S. and bigger than the other one. Who am I? The 20th largest. Yes. Oklahoma or Florida. Are we, wait. Are we talking about population? No. Size. Size. Yeah, size of state. Who? The easier question is, which state is bigger, Oklahoma or Florida? Square feet? Hoosh, hoosh. Um, man, I don't know. Did you know the answer to this? Yeah, I've known the answer to this one for a while. Yeah, I learned it at a young age. Oklahoma. Is it Oklahoma? It is Oklahoma, but not by much. Not by much. Yeah, that was a guess. I so, just figured if you knew it at a young so age. So I, I give you a little information on uh, Oklahoma. They are bigger than any state east of the Mississippi River in square feet. That makes sense. It's You wouldn't think so, but they, they actually are. Yeah. All right, anyway, so 69,903 square feet miles. Florida only has 65,738. So it. pretty interesting. All right, moving on to number four. Here's where we pull in the higher ed stuff. Yeah, I don't think I'm doing too good on this game. <sighs> you are two for one right now. Yeah, I don't even. When you say two for one, I have to go in my head. How, how two many? wins, one loss. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we've had three so far. Yeah, I guess you're two out of three. Two out. That's of three. what I guess. I, I would like it better if we do it that way because I understand that. <laughs> Not math uh, enough for the rest of it. All right. This state has more colleges and universities according to collegesimply.com. Florida. It is Florida by a lot. For sure. It's uh, 138 colleges and universities to Oklahoma's 48 colleges and universities. That's more people. However, when you go look at like the state uh, university statistics, I think as, with the title university in them, I think uh, Oklahoma actually has more 
than Florida does. Florida has a ton of junior colleges and colleges and stuff like that. The second thing sounds like a made up. No, uh, I was statistic. looking. I was looking at the uh, higher ed. You're saying you're say, are, but you, you have to define what you're saying. Are you saying Florida? You're saying Oklahoma has more university universities yes. than. I'm not sure about that, dude. I, Oklahoma has 13. Florida has 12. Hmm. I don't know. Okay, so let's see here. You could do FIU, Florida State, University of Florida, University of South Florida, University of West Florida, Ooh. University of North Florida, Stetson University. I think, are you talking oh, about it? I may have the, to go back and yeah, check that. check your numbers. So this may, okay, well, I was looking on, uh, I don't know, forget that one. Uh-huh. Anyways, Florida was uh-huh. the answer on that one. I knew something was up because Florida doesn't have junior colleges. Oh, they don't? We have state colleges. Oh. Get what, it together, Sorry, bro. that's what it meant. All right. So what's that? that, is that does this discussion count as Florida or Oklahoma? I'm going to count it as Florida. That's Florida, yes. <laughs> it, it counts as Florida, and you are now three for four. Okay. And on to the last question. Okay. This state has more... Tornadoes touch down annually. Florida. Mm. Is it? It's Florida. It is Florida. But it's, a, it's an anomaly. It's yes. an outlier. It's water spouts. Yeah. Yeah, I know. A lot of those. And um, also the the uh, the EF rating on the tornadoes are much, like much higher in Oklahoma. Right. Much more destructive tornadoes and stuff like that. Velocity and all that. The ones that come into Florida are, are literally like they touch the ground and they're done. You know. I am not a fan of tornadoes. No? No, 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 no. I don't like how fast those things are moving. I uh, I can get a good look at a hurricane before I decide to run or not. You know sure. what I mean? Well, the big question that I always get asked is which one's worse, uh, you know, hurricanes or tornadoes? And I answer tornado every time. Oh yeah, just because like no one should ever die from a hurricane. They give you plenty they of do. notice to get out of town. It's your right. decision if you want to stay. Um, you know, if you're in a different country, that's a little bit tougher. But we're talking Florida. In theory, but theoretically, you know, you're theoretically, saying. tornadoes hit so sporadically that you know you, you don't really have a lot of time mm-hmm. so you know it's, it's unfortunate but that is the facts so how did i do Derek? you did four out of five you did a good job uh that's yeah great. But i had to get a little extra that's what credit 80, in that's 80 percent there had to get a little extra credit in there you did <laughs> cool well thank, thank you for playing hey hope it, it was fun i enjoyed it looks like florida came out on top on this one and now it's time for a story from shelly from this week's team meeting what caused you to start this? Did you uh, just need inspiration weekly, or yeah, was, how long have you been doing this? Were you trying to get Instagram famous from this? Oh no, no Instagram. She's been Instagram famous. She was Buzzfeed famous too. I was Buzzfeed famous in like 2012. Do you know about that, Derek? No, I don't know about that. What happened? That's pretty good. That's a good story. <laughs> yeah, I tried I, you were right. He's yeah, I started with Big Lebowski. Yeah, no, I it was a Big Lebowski one as well. Okay, yeah. so t- uh, tell Derek what happened. I can't remember. Um, okay, well, okay, so ages ago, it started with, Darren, do you remember the Star Telegram Peeps diorama contest? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I made a big Lebowski-themed diorama out of Peeps, like the little marshmallows, yeah. and submitted it to the Star Telegram, and it won um, by, like, user votes. Like, they would take pictures of them, you turn them into the office, they take pictures of them, they publish them in the paper, and then the readers vote for it. Wasn't so- it Peep Duck Dynasty? I did that one a couple years after, and I can't remember what the the third one was that I did. But yeah, like that kind of started like the fandom art, and then I painted, um, I used to hand paint greeting cards and art and stuff with watercolor. Um, And so like the saying from the movie, The Dude Abides, I changed it to The Dad Abides. Yeah, some sunglasses on it, and yeah, sold it on Etsy for Father's Day. BuzzFeed picked it up as a featured item. 
And then it was just like gone from there. Tune in to Shelly's show on DW Co Radio to hear more incredible stories like this one. Found only on dwhiteandco.com slash radio. And Derek, last but not least, of course, it's time for on-brand, off-brand. And uh, on-brand, off-brand is always brought to you by D. White & Company. I, I, I just, I just D. White & Company. I just add love that. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was going <laughs> to say, D. D. White & Company, consumer of Randy's Nuts. Ah, peanuts. yes, Randy's Boiled Nuts. Peanuts. So, uh, Derek, do you want to set this on-brand, off-brand sure. up for us? Yeah, so I saw an article the other day. Uh, Where'd you see this article? I saw it on jacksonville.com. The Florida Times Union website. That's the correct the, one. The local newspaper. Yes. Okay. And it said Jacksonville, uh, or it said from roadside to restaurant, Randy's Nuts. Uh, Randy's takes, sorry, hold on one second. From roadside to restaurant. <laughs> it's just, it's a, just a rough cut. <laughs> so actually I was trying to read it on my screen and then this, this, this block wall, paid wall comes up. Do you want me to read it? I can read it from here. Okay. From roadside to restaurant, Randy's Nuts takes boiled peanuts from humble snack to gourmet fare. Do you feel better having gotten back on the horse and riding? A little. <laughs> I definitely got bucked off pretty hard, yeah. Yeah, well, anyways. So, yeah. It's just a rough cut. So, from roadside to restaurant, Randy's Nuts takes boiled peanuts from humble snack to gourmet fare. Randy's Nuts, R-A-N-D-E-E-Z-N-U-T-Z. Uh, actually not in Duval, I noticed it, in northern St. John's County, but it's in the Jacksonville paper, so that's close enough. Yeah. And so the question here is, so, so Randy, Randy Waters uh, has these, he literally refers to them in the article as badass boiled peanuts. And you can basically just pop up there, grab your, uh, he's got big old vats of these, uh, these boiled peanuts. Sometimes in South Carolina, they call those goobers. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah. No, no, no. Goobers. And, like uh, and they're extremely popular. He's got Cajun ones, smoked collard greens, garlic, uh, sweet chili. And then, and he sells out all the time. And, and, and so this leads me to my question. Have you ever even had boiled peanuts before? Oh, I've seen boiled peanuts, but have I consumed them? It's pretty popular. Boiled peanuts are really popular down here. Down here, they, they love boiled peanuts. Yeah. But I actually don't know that I've had boiled peanuts. I don't. I wouldn't know. Now I have many times. You have okay. many, many times. So I should say, I actually, uh, my mom and dad were big boiled peanuts consumers. Hmm. Uh, my mom being from the Panhandle, yeah, we used to always stop for them in Alabama. Actually, when mm. we were traveling, and um, I used to make them from time to time as well. My my coworkers at Texas Wesleyan and my friends right. used to make fun of me. Really? Yeah, they just didn't. They didn't have a taste for. Huh. You they know what they taste they like? They didn't like the boiled peanuts. They didn't like them. But you would bring them to no. The I quit office. bringing them to them because they didn't like them. I don't think I ever brought them. I no, like, they just laughed at I, me, and I had them by myself. I know what they look like, but I don't understand the texture and the reason to boil them. Okay, the most basic boiled peanut is a raw peanut. Green. You ever heard of green peanut before? Yes, I've heard of a green peanut. You're looking at me with a real green no. peanut would be a peanut that's not been uh, correct. Uh, uh, whatever the term for it is. Yes, I understand. Right, a raw peanut. Yes, right. exactly. That's exactly it's right. It's like a green coffee bean. Same yeah, thing. exactly. It roasted Same bean. concept, yes, exactly. Correct. So you're going to take those, you're going to put them in a big uh, pot of water uh, and salt. This is most base level, right? There's mm-hmm. all of it. And uh, you're going to get those kind of at a low simmer for a long period of time, basically low and slow. Mm-hmm. And it makes them really soggy and salty. Mm-hmm. So if you imagine, they, they stop, they, when you put them in your mouth, it's like this like, taste of salt water and then you kind of 
like, and there's mm. a peanut in there, hmm. kind of a soft peanut. You're now you're asking well, questions. I'm gonna. I'm curious. What made your recipe so special? Oh, I, see, I'm not. I can't hang it. I can't <laughs> hang with Randy's nuts because Randy he does go. He goes very what Cajun Asian fusion right. cuisine style. Right. You know, he he brings some really interesting elements to it. Also, he's self taught. Right. Huh. He's at uh he's at uh sixty three twenty three Racetrack Road. It says that uh, his nuts are fresh and tender, but not mushy, uh, and they taste just right, and they're not too salty. And uh, that's exactly how now you can see him here in the article. See, he's got what some collard greens uh, cut up on there. Smoke. Oh, those look good. Maybe we need to go down there. We and should those. go try those and yeah. review those. Maybe look for that on a on a future show. Hmm. I love some of his quotes. Eating it. I'm having fun. It's great because you socialize with people who love boiled peanuts. Eating boiled peanuts does something to your demeanor where I don't think you can get mad at anything. So, Derek, what I think we need to do is get you super ticked off about something and then drive down and have these peanuts and see if it changes your mood. Uh, you probably would, based on Randy's recommendations. Deliver on your brand and promise. experience, yeah. So what do you think about the name? I mean, so Ran- you're Randy's talking about Randy's Nuts. nuts. I don't hear anything. Do you hear something there? I, these nuts kind of stands out to me, given the big meme and stuff like that. But mm. you know, Randy's nuts. No, I, sorry. I guess I'm just it's just I'm just missing it. So I mean, it seems his name is Randy, and it's R A N D E E Z N U T Z. Is that going to sell in Jacksonville? Does that yes. mean so? Obviously, I think it does since he's taking it from just being out of his home into an actual restaurant. But we were at a uh, <laughs> just we interesting at, name choice. I, I have no idea what you're talking about there. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> we, we were at a uh, Jack's Chamber Small Business Leader of the Year thing a couple of years ago. Do you remember this? And this they were so so basically all these people are up to win like they're all their individual councils Small Business Leader of the Year. And then they all compete in each, with each other in kind of like a Jacksonville Hunger Games. And one survives, he kills the rest. And uh, I don't know the rules. But um, long story short, uh, one of these guys, I remember his company was called Fluffy Cuts. Uh, Do you remember? Yes. And it just said, he said, Fluffy Cuts for Fluffy Butts. And it was pet The grooming. pet spa, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fluffy cuts for fluffy, fluffy a, butts. And it works. They've got a few locations around town. They got, they're, they're growing yeah. all over the place. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm, I mean, you know, I'm just telling you what's going on. Well, I'll, I'll be I'll be on the lookout for Randy's nuts popping up in shops all over the place. <laughs> and when I see it, I think I'll stop by. Yeah. So now let me ask you a question. So I think what we're saying, this is a, a unanimous vote that Randy's nuts. So basically, taking your name, a boiled peanuts, uh, very popular in this part of the region. So that's on brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that they're delicious, of course. Taking your name and making it sort of an inappropriate innuendo, mm-hmm. very on brand for us here in the area. <laughs> it's my favorite part. You know, <laughs> the first and, time I read this article, I haven't stopped saying his name at least you know, a few times a day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, I'm going with on brand. I think you are too. Yeah, as well. it's here. pretty on brand. I, I, he crushed it. <laughs> you know, I think we need to go. So, so I hear super subscriber Chuck Greason saying when he comes back in June, we should go do this. And I, I, I definitely think we should go check out uh, this uh, this little boiled peanut stand. But like I said, I think we need to see if it'll change our demeanor mm-hmm. from mad to happy. So, what's something that gets us mad in Jacksonville that would lead us mm. to go? Say, hey, we, we, we need to get some boiled peanuts. We need to be in a better mood. 
Yeah, what does get us mad? I mean, I'm usually in a pretty good mood. Maybe. Do we get mad about the Jaguars having a losing season? What about the Jaguars uh, signing Tim Tebow to a one-year tight end deal? Does that cause us to go get some boiled peanuts? That causes me to go Go get get some. Go get a job, Tim Tebow. (laughs) Go learn a skill. The rest of us are working. We're tired of it. Go get a job. Thank you. Uh, well, at least the Jaguars- thank you for coming to my TED talk. Yeah, right. Jaguars are all over the news, so yeah. <laughs> they're all, they're talking about Jacksonville right now, whether we like it or not. You know, it is, and I'm I'm happy for us. I think we've earned it. But but I think the question here is, uh, Derek, what are your words of wisdom? Hmm. See, so you're wisdom. back. You're back. And as yeah. always, Derek, we look to you for thoughts to uh, to sum this all up. And to ensure that we have not completely wasted the time of complete strangers. It's just a rough cut. Well, I'm just going to get it back all at the root of the brand. You know, we talked earlier about keep it on brand, listening and feedback and stuff. I'm going to say that, you know, your brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room. Ah, so what we were talking about, about you while you were gone. Yes. So... (laughs) I'm going to go around and ask people what they think about me behind my back. I'm just going to say, what do you think about me whenever I'm gone behind my back? Do you think that'll work? It might work. They might, it might trick them thinking like, oh, he's not actually here. Yeah. But, I, uh, you know, go find out what other people are saying about you behind your back. So, Derek, so Derek, what, what, do, uh, what does everyone at the DW Co. listening, the DW Co. universe, as we like to say, uh, what they have to look forward to over the next, uh, next few weeks? Next few weeks, uh, there's going to be some more DWCO work coming. We've got new shows up on DWCO Radio. Um, You know, look out for some more Downtown Council stuff. You know, Downtown Downtown Council Fit Club is coming up, which will be out running. Uh, You'll see some uh, videos and shots of that. And, um, yeah. Derek, where can people reach you? You can reach me at Derek at dwhiteandco.com or, you know, my Twitter handle, Derek underscore Reeves underscore. Derek, where can people reach me? People can reach Darren at Darren at dwhiteandco.com or at his Twitter, Real Darren White. Thank you. You know, everyone, thanks for listening. So we're kind of back. You're back from Oklahoma, so I expect that we're back on our uh, normal uh, production run for this season. Got what, maybe, uh, you know, we got still got a handful of episodes left in this season to go. Uh, But uh, thank you for listening, as always. Yeah. Go work and listen along with DWCO at dwhiteandco.com slash radio. radio.